Hi, you're listening to Screen of the Crime. I'm Tess. And I'm Maggie, and this is a podcast where we talk about true crime and what would happen if your favorite TV and movie characters committed those crimes. still sick i'm so glad you asked i am uh not sick well i today's like the last of it i think hopefully i still feel very congested okay but like not that bad i guess i just stay sick longer yeah because i don't take care of myself um anyway what have you been up to um well what did i what have i been up to um, I did a, a tug of war competition and did pretty good with. Um, I heard you won one round. We won two, and then you won a second one because they forfeited. Yes, and then the third round. So we were in each round. Fifty percent of the teams got cut, and then um, we made it to the third round. And then the, in the third round, the team that we were against ended up winning the whole thing. It was the track team we were up against. So I think over, all in all, we did pretty good. They won one game. We won two, Yeah, the team forfeited. Yeah, I think we would have won against them, though, because they, like, we visually did not look very strong. Okay, she thinks they would have won. Yeah. Because she thinks they are a bunch of twinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They won one game. <laughs> yeah. I was not there, though, so I cannot speak to it. No, I think we did, we did pretty good. Um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I'm applying to jobs for this summer, and I know it's fall. <laughs> you gotta get on it though. I really do. I this is my last chance because I needed. Sorry, it's I okay. need a job to graduate. <laughs> yeah. A co-op experience, one may say, <laughs> and I don't want to give up a semester, so I have to get a job. So if anyone knows any positions that are co-ops for the summer of 2020 for marketing majors. <laughs> Yeah. Please email me. If you're hiring and you like how I speak to you, <laughs> please message me. Yeah, if you think our podcast does a good job of uh, marketing. marketing. With, keep in mind, no money. With Yeah, with no money. We get it. I, I can't do, like, paid ads. But yeah. is, my, is the social media sexy? Do you want that kind of type of thing? Anyway, that's what I've been up to. It's really yeah. stressing me out. Yeah, I just, yeah. It's been, I it's week five now. Yes. Yeah, it's week yes. five into the year. It's Monday. Every Monday just feels like, oh, shit, here we go again. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then the week's over. It's like That's a weird. That's kind of how that is, yeah. It's just a weird, like, I feel like I'm barely here. I barely exist. I'm just going through I haven't, it. I feel like I haven't got enough sleep in maybe two weeks. I think it's, like, the illness adds to it because I'm always exhausted. Yeah. But then I've just been so incredibly busy for the past two weeks. Yeah. And I still am busy. Every weekend I have something to do. And it's like, what the fuck? Can I just, can I just watch a show? Oh, I want to watch a show so for so long, and like, ugh, and I can't. The thing is, I cannot. Like, some people can like multitask. I cannot. Like again, watch a show and like do your homework. I need to like just only do one thing at a time. Yeah, like so I can, I'm so behind on everything. I can watch a show and do homework, but it has to be like a like a bad show. Like we were watching Mad Men, and I understand Mad Men is not a bad show. Yeah, it is a critically acclaimed, yeah, award winning show. But we were like, um, we were uh, I was applying to jobs and like doing other stuff, and then my friend was doing like her homework or whatever, and we just like watched maybe like ten episodes of Mad Men, mm-hmm. and you know. I'm not, like, really invested in a Mad Men. I really want to watch the show Barry, and I'm, like, three episodes in, and Bill Hader just won an Emmy. I saw that, for, yeah. Like, lead role in a comedy series. Uh-huh. And I'm so happy, but I'm only three episodes in, and I just want to watch the show. Yeah. Mindhunter. Mindhunter. How, we're, like, two episodes we're in? two episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a show that you cannot, 
You cannot miss a beat. Yeah. You, know? you can't even go to the bathroom. You're like, what happened? Yeah. So, I have yeah. to think. All yeah. American Horror Story, I have to watch the first episode of I that. watched the first episode of that. It buffered a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's good. I like that guy. Sorry that my foot's, like, touching. Oh, I know. I didn't foot. know what that was. <laughs> um, the guy from the, the season Apocalypse. Uh-huh. The... You know, like the, the you know what I'm talking about? With the long hair, the makeup. Oh, the Antichrist guy? Yes, that guy. Yep. He's in it. Yes. Did not like his Antichrist character. In my defense, did not watch a lot of the Apocalypse season. But uh-huh. I really like him in this one. He just seems like, like, I don't know if he's gay or not, but he's got, like, shorts and crop tops, and his hair's fun, and he's got an earring, and I'm like, this is fun. And he's, like, super yeah. kind of sassy. That's Which fun. is, it's a good time, and I really like Emma Roberts. Yeah. But here's my opinion. You haven't seen it, but this isn't a spoiler, <laughs> okay. because it's really just out of nowhere. It's also episode one, so it's episode there's one. not really... I'm, like, doubting it's gonna happen, um, but I think Emma Roberts is gonna be, like, in cahoots with the slasher. That'd be interesting. So you heard it here, folks. If okay. I'm right, I win a million dollars. I'll yeah, I'll watch the episode at some point between now and the next time we record, and I'll give my bets, and then we'll be well. I'll try and watch both episodes. Well, I'll try to get caught up. Yeah. <laughs> on oh, that show. But the second episode comes out Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like the cast. They're a bunch of fun people. Mm-hmm. I see. I have been an American horror horror story fan for a while, and I think they had a rough patch in the middle. And they they, did. hopefully this season, like since it's a very new cast, yeah, like there's still like some people that's been on it for a while, like Emma Emma Roberts, of course, but like it's a younger cast, so maybe they'll like yeah, and they're really take like bringing direction. it back to like the original horror, the slash. Well, it's not the original, but the slasher films. Yeah, you know, so everyone knows what to expect. Everyone's like, it's a serial killer at a mm-hmm. at a summer camp. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth mixed with like a little bit of like um. Halloween in there, you know? Yeah. Like, we know hopefully, what to expect. Yeah, hopefully they don't pull that shit that they do often of, like, taking a concept and then adding, like, elements that are just so out there. Yeah. That's always kind of annoying. Like, that's obviously my one critique with Asylum is the alien thing. Yeah, don't add aliens and God. Like, yeah. who are you? And then, like, even with, like, uh, Cult, I feel like they did that. Like, there was weird shit with that one. Mm-hmm. I never finished Cult. I didn't like... That was the political one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was just really triggering. Yeah, I didn't like that one. (laughs) Not to use the term triggering, but, like, (laughs) politics make me upset, so I didn't want to watch that. Um, Sorry. I really like the cast. I'm a big fan. Um, I love Billy Lord. Billy Lord. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah. Um, You said they were going to be lesbians. I doubt that. Okay. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I, Um, like, I... You've seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer, and I also, after the first episode, went on Tumblr and looked through the tag. Well, yeah, no, here's the thing. So. They're two females, and they talk, so all the lesbians went crazy. And not yeah. to hate on lesbians. Oh. Or anyone in general, but y'all take two females that maybe are friends, and you go buck wild. Yeah. I don't, like, I, again. Like, yeah, she did touch her leg, but also, Bill, Billy Lord has been flirting with every single man. So. Yeah. Like, maybe they're, like, I, Ryan Murphy might pull some shit, you know? Like, I think that's... Like, yeah. If it there's wasn't, probably going to be a lesbian sex scene. Like, if it wasn't Ryan Murphy and, like, that, like, if there wasn't the precedent for it, then I wouldn't, but I like, wouldn't go crazy. But yeah, like, like, I don't see it there, and Emma Roberts has a crush on one of the characters that is a guy, you know? Oh. And in the trailer, there is a scene and like, a, like, a girl whispers into another girl's ear. She's like, if it feels good, keep going. That's part of a threesome, not a lesbian relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen, I'll take any content. <laughs> Yeah, I hate you. Um, on that <laughs> sense, on that note, happy Bi Visibility Day. It is Monday. Um, it's yeah. also the first day of fall. Happy September twenty third. Mm-hmm. There was a rainbow today. I saw it on many of your Instagrams. Thank yes. you. I posted it on two of them, and then Saunders posted it on theirs. Oh, what cute! I know, right? Yeah. And then I have to um, say, my roommate. <laughs> we looked at the rainbow, and she's like, "Do you think it ends on RIT's campus?" And we were like, rainbows don't end, right? And then ju- uh, another guy was like, do you think rainbows end? And I felt so bad. She was just like, yeah, rainbows end. 
But then he said rainbows are a full circle, which is also false. It does. That doesn't I was like, s- it's just light refracting. It's like, yeah. I was like, it doesn't end. Like it fades. Like you w- won't see it. You know. Yeah. But it's not like touching the ground. She's like, but I could go to the end of it. And I was like, no. She's like, but leprechauns. <laughs> oh my god. Like clearly she was kidding at the leprechauns part. Yeah. But I just felt bad. She looked so sad when we told her rainbows didn't end. <laughs> Yeah. But also, rainbows are not a full circle, so. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. And also, yeah, just impossible. Yeah. Where did he go? Anyway, we should probably start. Yeah. <coughs> um. So, we're going a little bit back in time. We're going to have a little fun backwards time. Yeah, that's always fun. The recent ones, like, we've had a lot of very contemporary cases. Yeah. So, I'm excited for this. <sighs> Sorry. My back really hurts, and I just want to drink this hot cocoa that Tess made me because she's a wonderful, wonderful lady. Um, <laughs> but it's too hot. Is it? Take a sip. Is it too hot? Mm. It's not that bad. Okay. All right. A little background. Following the American Civil War. Oh, boy. The United States government moved the... O- the Osaga Indians from Labette County to a new Indian territory located um, in what would eventually be Oklahoma. Okay. The vacant land was then made available to homesteaders. In October 1875, families of spiritualists... What the fuck that means? Yeah, I don't know. Settled in western Libet County, around seven miles northeast of where Cherryvale would be established seven months later and 17 miles um, from Independence. Oklahoma. Independence, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. What an American-sounding town. (laughs) Mm. One of the families was John Bender Sr. and John Bender Jr., Right. Okay. Who registered 160 acres of land located adjacent the Great Osaga Trail, which was then the only open road for traveling further west. Okay. Okay. After building a cabin and a barn with a corral and a well in the fall of nine in the fall of 1871, Kate, also known as Ma, Bender, and her daughter Kate. <laughs> so I'll refer to Ma as Ma and Kate as Kate. Thank you. <laughs> Can you believe John Bender and John Bender and Kate Bender and Kate Bender? Oh, God. This is going to be so confusing. Anyway, um, Ma and Kate arrived in the cabin and was divided into two rooms by the cab... Sorry. They arrived, and the cabin Mm -hmm. was then divided into two rooms by a canvas wagon cover. Okay. The Benders used the smaller room at the rear for living quarters, while the front room was converted into a general store and inn. All right. So... So, just to clarify the family relationship. So, there's a parents and then two kids. Yeah. And they have all the same name. Yeah, it's just John Sr. and John Jr. And then and Kate, Kate Sr. and Kate Jr. I guess. Like, her name's not Kate Sr. and Kate Jr., but that tends to only is ha- named Kate. That tends to only happen with men, but I will be referring to them all as juniors and seniors. Just refer to the... One is Ma, and the other guy is Pa, and then John Bender and okay. Kate. That's how I refer to them. Okay. We're going to get real confusing. Ma and Kate Bender also planted two acres um, of vegetable garden and apple tree orchard north of the cabin. Wonderful. I know. Pa was around 60 years old and spoke very little English. When he did speak, it was so guttural that it was usually intelligible. They're um, German. Oh. So we're clear. Got it. Um, Ma Bender, who also allegedly spoke very little English, was 42 years of age and was so unfriendly that her daughter took to calling her a she-devil. Sorry, that her neighbors took to calling her a (laughs) she-devil. Not her daughter. (laughs) Shortly before the Benders fled, it was discovered that Ma spoke English fluently. Oh, my God. Yeah. John Bender Jr. was around 25 years old, handsome, with auburn hair, Mm. and a mustache, and spoke English fluently with a German accent. Cute. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then John was prone to laughing aimlessly, which led many to consider him a (laughs) half-wit. Me? (laughs) Kate Bender was around 23, was cultivated, cultivated and attractive, and she spoke good English with very little accent. Hmm. Um, a self-proclaimed, she was a self-proclaimed healer and psychic. 
She distributed flyers advertising her supernatural powers and her ability to cure illnesses, conducted seances, and also gave lectures on spiritualism for what she gained um, notoriety for advocating free love. Wow, she is in the wrong place. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't. I feel like she. Well, I mean, they're. I mean, like, they're out west. There's no one around them. I guess. And it's not like witch trials time at all. <laughs> um, Kate's popularity became a large attraction for the Benders Inn. Hmm. There you go. Although the elder Benders kept to themselves, Kate and her brother regularly attended Sunday school in a nearby Harmony Grove. Sorry, Harmony Grove. I don't know. I said it like that. The Benders were widely believed to be German immigrants. However, only the male Benders were born overseas, and they were not actually the Bender family. So I'm going to really get into this. Everything I told you is maybe a lie. Oh, great. <sighs> Sorry, my back just, like, really hurts. All right. Um, so they were not actually the Bender family. Here's who they actually were. Pa Bender was from either Germany or Holland and was born John Flickinger. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ma Bender was born Almira Make. I tried. Okay. In the Adirondack Mountains and had married George Griffith, whom she had 12 children with. Holy fuck. <laughs> Ma allegedly married several times, each time following the death of her previous husband from head injuries. Oh, that's not suspicious at all, especially coming off of the case last week. Of course not. No, she just, they all die from head injuries. Boy. Kate was the fifth child of Ma Bender and was born as Eliza Griffith. Following her marriage, Kate went by the name of Sarah Eliza Davis, and then John Jr. was born John Gebhardt. Okay. I tried. Okay. With that one. Um, some of the Bender's neighbors claim that John and Kate were not brother and sister, because clearly they have a different father. Yeah. And mother. Um, yeah. But were actually husband and wife. Ew. Weird. Yeah. All right, let's get into the crimes, besides just being weird. <laughs> In May of 1871, a body of a man named Jones, who had his skull crushed and throat cut, was discovered in Drum Creek. The owner of the Drum Creek... He owns Soul Creek. Yeah. Claimed where the body was found was suspected. Where the John thing? Um, he, he was suspected um, that he might have killed them. Yeah. But no action was taken. Mm. In February 1872, the body of two men were found who had the same injuries as Jones. By 1873, reports of missing people who had passed through the area had become so common that travelers began to avoid the trail. The area was widely known for horse thieves and villains, and <laughs> vigilance committees often arrested some of the disappearance, some for the disappearances, only for them to be later released by the authorities. So there's like horse thieves. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're all, we're all, you know, we know what the Wild West was like. I would love to be a cowboy in the Wild West. Yeah, you'd die immediately. Because <laughs> you're a girl, and women don't be cowboys. Well... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You're right. Um, I'm so sorry. What are you doing? Don't ask questions. Okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> just that was the, that was such. Do you want like this in it? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay. I'm so sorry that y'all have to listen to this. No, I'm gonna explain because it was honestly very hilarious. Maggie just like. Paused, took out her phone, and just goes, hold on, and, like, takes a picture of, like, my coffee cup with, like, recording. And so I understand what you're doing now. Thank you. It's for the gram. Yeah. But, like... see this later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I can only imagine. Hang on. I need to take a photo. (laughs) Bro, especially with, like, your competing cat Instagrams now. Don't talk about it. I want to talk about it. Actually, I do because I brought it up. But I've just been, like, imagining, like, all of you and your roommates all being, like, marketing majors living together. (laughs) Like, all of your social medias. Like, every morning, it's, like, all of you are posting on your stories. And it's, like, all of this fucking shit. I'm, like... Look at this cat. Yeah. If you guys want to follow my competing social media for Esperanza, you can follow her at Esperanza the cat that's esperanza underscore the underscore cat it's really great yeah she's cat i live there <laughs> yeah i sent it um to a few of my friends i was like follow this one and they're like didn't you already send us this i'm like don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it she's got filters she got hacked on the other one <laughs> <laughs> um many honest men under suspicion were also run out of the country by these committees hmm 
in the winter of 1972. Following the funeral of his wife, George Lotcher and his daughter left Independence to resettle in Iowa, but were never seen again. That's it. What if I just ended there? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. That. Iowa, that's it. In the spring of 1973, a neighbor, Dr. William York, went looking for them, questioning homesteads along the trail. Mm-hmm. He reached Fort Scott, and on March 9th, began the return journey to Independence, but never arrived home. But Dr. York had two brothers, Colonel, I don't, Colonel Ed York, living in Fort Scott, and <laughs> Kansas Senator Alexander York, who lived in Independence. Both knew of his travel plans, and when he failed to return home, an an all-out search began for the missing doctor. Colonel York, leading a company of some 50 men, questioned every traveler along the trail and visited all areas in the homesteads. On March 8, 1973, Colonel York arrived at the Bender Inn with Mr. Johnson, explaining to the Benders that his brother had gone missing and asked if they had seen him. They admitted Dr. York had stayed with them and suggested the possibility that he had run into trouble with Native Americans after leaving. Colonel York agreed that this was possible and remained for dinner. On April 3rd, Colonel York returned to the inn with armed men after being informed that a woman had fled from the inn after being threatened with knives by Ma Bender. Ma allegedly could not understand English while the younger Bender denied the claims. When York repeated the claim, Ma became enraged and said the woman was a witch who had cursed her coffee and ordered the men to leave her house, (laughs) revealing for the first time that her sense of the English language was much more than they had thought. (laughs) Well, yeah, she's fucking American. Yeah, she was born in New York. Mm Mm-hmm. Before York left, Kate, sorry, before York left, Kate asked him to return along, alone the following Friday night and said she would use her clairvoyant abilities to help him find his brother. The men with York were convinced the Benders and neighboring families, and the family name was the Roaches, <laughs> were guilty and wanted to hang them all, but York insisted that evidence must be found. Around the same time, neighboring communities began to make accusations that the Os- Osaga... I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong. It's, um, got E at the end, and I don't know how to pronounce anything with ease. Community was responsible for the disappearance, and meeting was arranged by the Osaga Township in the Harmony Grove Schoolhouse. Uh, meetings, uh, the meeting was attended by 75 locals, including Colonel York and both Pa and John Bender. After discussing the disappearances, including that of William York, who was a prominent doctor for whom a search had recently been completed, it was agreed that a search warrant would be obtained to search every homestead between Big Hill Creek and Drum Creek. Despite York's strong suspicion regarding the Bender since his visit several weeks earlier, no one had watched them, and it was not noticed for several days that they had fled. Okay. Three days later, Billy Toll was driving cattle past the Bender property when he noticed that the inn was abandoned and the farm animals were unfed. Toll reported the fact to township trustee, but due to bad weather, it was several days before the abandonment could be investigated. Damn. Yeah, olden days. I know. Like, I'm forgetting that. I'm, like, forgetting that this is, like, before anything existed. Mm Mm-hmm. Just you and your cows and your horses. And your inn. The township trustee called for volunteers and several hundred turned out to form a search party that included Dr. York's brother, Colonel York. (laughs) Um, I'm so sorry. Um, When the party arrived at the Bender Inn, they found the cabin empty of food, clothing, and personal possessions. Noticing a bad odor, it was traced to a trap door underneath the bed that was found to be nailed shut. After opening the trap, the empty room beneath was six feet deep and seven feet square at the top by three feet um, square at the bottom, and was found to have clotted blood on the floor. The stone slab floor was broken up with a sledgehammer, but no bodies were found, and it was determined that the smell was from blood and that had soaked into the soil. The men then physically lifted the cabin and moved it to the side. (laughs) What? They just like, boop, boop. Oh my god. You know, what? they just you know, they just listed the cabin up and moved it. <laughs> Shifted it. That's fucking hilarious. Um, so that they could dig under it, but no bodies were found there either. They then began to prob sorry, to probe the ground around the cabin <laughs> with a metal rod, especially in the disturbed soil of the vegetable garden and the orchard, where the first body was found later that evening. 
that of Dr. York, buried face downward and his feet barely below the surface. The probing continued until midnight with another nine suspected graves marked. So, body count? So far, um, ten. Ten? Okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. All the, um, this might be too much detail. All the mucus is just moving into my nose and my throat. I can't breathe. Okay. Digging continued. Oh, also, just because I forgot to mention this earlier, but the uh, probing and your mug reminded me of this. The Area 51 thing happened. Mm-hmm. And very little came of it. Like, there wasn't any major rioting or no one got shot. So that we all understand, the mug is the I want to believe mug. Yeah, it's like the X-Files one. But, um, and the other one that I'm drinking out of is our own merch, which is available um, in a few different places. On our website, if you go screenofthecrimepo.wixsite.com slash my site, you can go to our merch tab and find all of our merch. And this one specifically is from Redbubble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nothing really happened. I know there was a BuzzFeed, they did, there's a new episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved, like the new season, and they mm-hmm. did the Area, like, 51 thing. I watched half of it and then it's got good. distracted. Uh, I watched half of it and got distracted, so, so I didn't finish no? it. I think it was alright. I really like, I like the true crime. I really like Shane. Shane's my favorite. Yeah. Like, the Area 51 one, it, I think the only reason why it was, like, I wasn't interested was because all the information is things I knew already. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah. Okay. So I do, I like their true crime ones. It's nothing like the, what is it? The body. What's that weird place with all like the weird cryptids? Do you know what I'm talking about? What do you mean the weird place? It's like a location. <laughs> um, Did they go there? No, there wasn't a BuzzFeed Unsolved um, thing on it. There's, um, sorry, there's an episode of, um, Last Podcast on the Left, um, you know, mm-hmm. Skinwalker Ranch. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. It took me so long. That's creepy. Yeah. I have to listen to more of those. I really need to, I used to be way, I had way more knowledge on, like, supernatural stuff, and I've kind of... We're just so busy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's just so incredibly my, my hard knowledge to be of, a student. Yeah, my knowledge of random shit really has gone down. Now I'm just reading books and learning about, you know. What are you learning about? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have one textbook. Um, and it's not even for the class that I am in right now. It was from a very similar class I took last semester that I'm using for this class just to have some knowledge of what's going is on. It the advertising text? Yeah. Of course it is. And so I'm just like, today I was like at work and I was reading it and I was like, wow, you know, I really am just reading about business. And I am Advertising a is fake. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in advertisement. I forgot. Uh, this is going to be a tangent, but that's fine. Is it? What? Going on a tangent. It's fine. <laughs> no, I was talking to someone. I wasn't, or I was overhearing someone. I wasn't t- interacting with anyone at the moment. But um, it was like someone was like talking this like about, they were like, oh, they were talking about like different majors and they were like talking about like, mar- like advertising marketing. I don't think they could tell the difference, but they were just it hurts, like. really. But they were just like, oh, I don't want to like, they're like, some bullshit about manipulation. (laughs) And I'm like, listen. Yeah. Because there's a kid in my class who is like that because he's a philosophy major. Oh, a philosophy major. And he's like, Mm, what you going to do with that degree, buddy? And like to I be say f- that, but my brother's a philosopher. He's got a degree in philosophy. I, I say that as an illustration major. What are you gonna do with that? Do you know what you can do with a philosophy degree test? You can teach philosophy. Yeah. But guess what? You have to have a PhD in philosophy. Yeah. And then what do you do in the meantime? Working at Trader Joe's. Yep. Call it to my brother. If you listen to this podcast, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I say I just am trying to validate myself as a person. At least I can always make fun of like wacky majors like that. I think that I know I just made fun of a major but it's philosophy um that <clears throat> we shouldn't make fun of people's majors because everyone makes fun of my major um even the fucking art students well I think it, and it's yeah. just like hey I'm 
taking classes too, you know? Everyone, like I am yeah. learning things. I take tests. And, like, you take tests. So why can't we all just get along? We are all learning things. Yeah. And I don't like computer science. So why would I ever want to major in it? Like, props to you, but I bet you hate marketing. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? We're all doing what we want to do. And we're all just trying to get this stupid piece of paper so that we can get a job, you know? Yeah, because I think that's the the twist of it all. And, again, I make fun of majors I, the only reason I do it and don't feel too bad is because it's not like I'm coming, I'm not like a biomedical engineer, like, I'm an art major, so like, I'm not coming from some high horse, like, I'm down there and get made fun of all the time, but (laughs) I, like, it's, like, I do it more so as a joke, but also if someone's, like, really good at something, like, really passionate about it, then they're going to do something with it, so it's like, don't, like, hate your life and be like a cs like computer science major if you fucking hate it just because yeah you don't wanna... do whatever you yeah. want to do because also like half the times like even when like unless you're like in something super specific it's like just get experience and stuff and then you can like you aren't i feel like i also just realized this where it's like sometimes just like so, feel so limited to just do like one type of job but it's like you can branch out and do other You can things. take those skills and do whatever you want. Yeah. You know? Like, as long as you can do it, then... All that matters is that you have seven years' experience <laughs> yeah. and that you're willing to accept a $7 salary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. I like what I'm doing. I changed my major. We've all changed our majors. Yeah, I've now changed my major, too. So, <laughs> clearly we came into college thinking we were going to do one thing and we have changed that because yeah. we like what we're doing now. Right, Tess? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I really have to stay strong, and I enjoy it so far, even though I feel like I'm learning nothing and... Well, let me tell you about advertising. I just want to take a little, like, I really appreciate ad and PR people. You guys are great. I really like the work you put out, but I am... (laughs) I really love what you guys are doing over there. No, like, I I think advertising is really interesting and really fun, but... I have, I'm in three advertising classes, and then I'm also a major in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've learned between those two different, like, things yeah. is that marketing is so more analytical than yeah. anyone ever thought. Oh, And then totally. advertising is what people think marketing is. Yeah, completely. Like, I'm in a consumer behavior class, and we are talking about psychology of people, the dynamic of how families are built, based on, like, like, what generation you're in, and what race you are, and, like, Mm -hmm. who the influencers are, and how to target, like, babies, you know? Yeah. Because they choose what cereal they're gonna eat, you know, even though they don't pay for it. Yeah. And it's just like, and then I'm in advertising, and he's like, how about got milk? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I fully, like, I think, because, so, like, the textbook I'm reading now, it's, like, it's an, it's an advertising, and then it's also integrated marketing, so it kind of, it goes into both, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, right now, currently reading more about, like, the marketing side, just because I don't know a lot about that, because, like, the thing with advertising is, it's, like, it's kind of hit or miss, like, you can do all the, like, when it comes to, like, the concepts you're putting out there, it's, like, you can think it'll work and then, you know, whatever. Like, there's bad ad campaigns at, like, fucking... Oh, what's one off the top of my head? Like, the Pepsi. Pepsi, Pepsi Kylie Jenner. Terrible. But They like, just missed. Yeah. And, like, again, I'm sure they had, like, a bunch of stuff to back that up. But it's, like, you know... And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, in my, in my advertising class, he's, like, advertising tip of the day. And I'm, like, I'm ready, bitch. And he's, like, when you're taking a selfie, look at the camera lens. And I was, like... What, what the fuck? Whack. <laughs> like, it's a critical practices in social media class, but it's an advertising class. Yeah. And I was like, my, um, I know my teacher is a six-year-old man from New Zealand. And if yeah. you're listening to this podcast, I do love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, yeah, we all know we have to look at the camera lens. Like, yeah. Thank you. We mm. grew up with phones. Like, yeah, I was saying that's who the do you thing. think's in this it's, class right now? It's not like the like Facebook selfies of your middle aged parents. Like, we know how to take a photo. Yeah, like most of the stuff he tells us in that class, it's just like I know I've taken yeah. social media marketing and I've taken digital marketing classes. It's like, yeah, yes, it sir, is. Yeah, I know how to make an Instagram look nice. It's like totally intuitive to like people our age, and then like older people, they're like talking about it in class and like doing all this research and it's like 
some talking to like a like eighteen to twenty four, it's like, yeah, duh, like of course you do that, which is kind of yeah, funny. yeah, no, no, yeah, I get that too, but like also. Just, like, he talks about, like, the people that use Facebook and the people who use this and that. And I was like, yeah, I know that. I've really learned that. I've taken a bunch of classes in this. I just feel like maybe it's because I'm coming into the advertising classes late and I've already taken all the marketing classes that it's yeah. just like, I know that, man. Because marketing, advertising is a subsection of marketing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I've already learned that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. You're just touching on it very briefly, but I've learned it for, like, a semester. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love advertisers, though. Please don't. <laughs> like, you, like can't have, on you, you can't have one without the other. Like, clearly, if you are a skilled advertiser, like, you, um, like, you yourself are, like, intuitive to that. It's just, mm-hmm. it depends so much on what you're advertising and, yeah. like, what the world is like at the moment that is, it's hard to teach it. Yeah, it's, yeah, totally. So, I don't know. Like, I, we were watching yeah. Mad Men, and there's an ad for a VW, right? Oh, the, and the lemon? The lemon, yeah. and me and Maddie are sitting on the couch, and we're like, what does it mean? What's it called? What is what? And I'm like, yeah. Googling it, and I was like, is it called the lemon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, actually, I it was so funny, because I, I also just started watching Mad Men, because... I'm selling my soul to advertising now. <laughs> Just going, switching majors, going full You'll speed You're becoming ahead. your father. I like your father. I say there's worse things. <laughs> there's not not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you know, that's the thing. Can you explain the lemon ad? Oh yeah, so it's basically the whole. So Volkswagen had an ad campaign at Is the time. Is it because it's small? It's because it's small. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so it's like their whole thing was that it's a car ad, and car ads of the time were usually very like functional, like serious, like. Um, yeah, but they were and like also, quirky, and they and put the, the whole ad, like the whole page, and it was just like a tiny little VW. Yeah, because it was it's the VW Beetle, and the also the other thing was it was coming off of when cars were like very like Big. sturdy, bulky, like yeah. those like fifties kind of cars, and then like VW comes in, and it's one a German car, mm-hmm. so that's already kind of hard to like do in America. Anything not American, they're like fuck you, you communist, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't quote me on that, but also quote me on that, because it's totally Tess true. says, fuck you, you common unit. <laughs> no, no, but, like, the, that history fact. <laughs> but, like, so, yeah, it just was, like, the people saw her and were like, what the fuck is Volkswagen doing? But Volkswagen, to this day, has great advertising. Yeah. I think they brought back that ad, too, like, the lemon ad. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they, like, modernized it a little bit. That's cute. Yeah, I mean, listen... I drive a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, she does. I didn't, I mean, I didn't. She got it from her grandma. I didn't choose it personally, but, you know. Anyway, I should probably get back to this. Yeah, we, it's. (laughs) Sorry about that tangent. You can just. I was like, I feel like before we got, we got off on tangents about, like, your major and, like, marketing, and now that we're both into it, it's just going to get worse. But that's fun, because I like talking about it more than I like talking about medical things, so. Don't most people. Don't most people. There's nothing fun to talk about. Um, where was I? Mm. Yes. Digging continued the following morning, <laughs> and another nine bodies were found in eight graves, plus a large amount of body parts. So that's about mm, 20. Okay. Don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all but one had their heads bashed in with a hammer and their throats cut. And it was reported that all had been indecently mutilated. The body of a young girl was found with no injuries sufficient to cause death, and it was suspected that she had been strangled or buried alive. A Kansas newspaper reported that the crowd was so incensed after finding the bodies that a friend of the Benders named Brockman, who was among the onlookers, was hung from a beam in the Bender Inn until unconscious, revived, and then interrogated as, (laughs) as to what he knew, and then he was hung again. After the third hanging, they released him, and he staggered home, quote, as one who was drunken or deranged. Cool. Mm-hmm. A Catholic, for him. Yeah. A Catholic prayer book was found in the house, with notes inside written in German, which were later translated. The text read, um, jo- Joanna Bender, born July 30th, 1948, and John Gebhard came to America on July 1st, 18, and then they couldn't read the rest of the date. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It was, like, bad handwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Um, several weeks later, Addison Roach and his son-in-law, William Buxton, were arrested as accessories. Accessories. <laughs> um, in total, 12 men were arrested. All had been involved in disposing of the stolen goods with one, um, a member of the... <laughs> A member of the Vigilance Committee implicated for forging a letter from one of the victims informing the man's wife that he had arrived safely at his destination in Illinois. Word and murder spread quickly and more than 3,000 people, including reporters as far away as New York and Chicago, visited the site. The Bender cabin was destroyed by souvenir hunters who took everything, including bricks that lined the cellar and the stones lining the well. Another of Dr. York's brothers, Kansas Senator Alexander York... Mm -hmm. offered a $1,000 reward for the Bender family arrest. On May 17th, Governor Thomas A. Osborne offered a $2,000 reward for the apprehension of all four. (laughs) Sorry, the door just opened. (laughs) My room is directly by the door. Um, so I know what you're wondering. How did they kill these people? I'm so glad you asked. Here I go. Uh, I was gonna ask why. But also how? I'm going to get over it. I'm going to say both of those. (laughs) Okay. Um, It was speculated that if a guest appeared to be wealthy, the Benders would give him a seat of honor at the table, which was positioned over a trap door that led down into the cellar. Oh. With his back to the curtain. They crazy, crazy. Not really. I mean, okay, they have a trap door. That's kind of fun. (laughs) I guess. Kate was distracting the guest while ben- John Bender, or his son, John Bender, <laughs> would soon come home from behind the curtain, sorry, come from behind the curtain and strike the guest on the right side of the skull with a hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the victim's throat was then cut by one of the women to ensure his death. The body was then dropped through the trap door. Once in the cellar, the body would be stripped and later buried somewhere on the property, often in the orchard. More than a dozen bullet holes were found in the roof and sides of the room, possibly indicating that some of the victims had attempted to fight back after being hit with the hammer. Okay. Um, their escape. Detectives followed wagon tracks and discovered the Bender's wagon, abandoned with a starving team of horses, with one of the mares, lame, just outside the city limits of Thayer, which is about 12 miles north of the inn. Um... It was confirmed that in Thayer, the family bought tickets on the Leavenworth, Lawrence, and Galveston Railroad for Humboldt Hmm. at Chanute. (laughs) These are all locations I've never heard of. (laughs) Listen, if it's in Oklahoma or, like, Kansas or that shit, doesn't matter. I'm so sorry. I say so If it's in Illinois, it also doesn't matter. So fuck off. I don't disagree with you. At Chanute, John Jr. and Kate left the train and caught the MKNT train south to the terminus in Red River County near Denison, Texas. Cool. From there, they traveled to an outlaw colony thought to be in the border region between Texas and New Mexico. And they they were not pursued as they were not pursued as I'll outlaws. <laughs> Fallen outlaws into this region often never returned. Sorry. Ooh. Um, sorry, if, so if lawmen followed them, they wouldn't return. Okay. One detective did claim that later they had traced the pair to the border where he had found that John Jr. had died of apoplexy, which is, um, death by a cerebral hemorrhage or stroke. Sorry, I had to look that one up. Yeah. That's fun. Mon Pa Bender did not leave the train at Humboldt, but instead continued north to Kansas City, where it's believed that they purchased tickets for St. Louis, Missouri. Um, Several groups of vigilantes were formed to search for the benders. Many stories said that one vigilante group actually caught the benders and shot all of them but Kate, whom they burned alive. Another group claimed that they had caught the benders and lynched them before throwing their bodies into the Verdigris River. Yet another claimed to have killed the benders during a gunfight and buried their bodies on the prairie. However, no one claimed the $3,000 reward, which, just so we're all clear, in 2009 would have been $53,000. Holy shit. Um, also, just like thinking about, so, not to get distracted yet again, but yeah. what's new. But I was, when I was talking about watching shows, when we were watching Mad Men and it was like the couple 
uh, Peter Campbell was, like, buying the apartment, and they were talking oh, about, like, yeah. prices and stuff, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's, that wasn't that long ago, and I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because they were buying, like, an apartment in uh, downtown Manhattan, and it was just like, not expect like, what, where they were and how much that would have cost now Insane. Yeah. And like what they were like, oh, this is so expensive. Like, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, the story of their escape spread in search, and the search continued on and off for the next 50 years. Often, groups of two traveling women were accused of being Kate Bender and her mother. In 1884, it was reported that John Flinginger had committed suicide in Lake Michigan. On October 31st, 1998, it was reported that Mrs. Elmore Monroe and Mrs. Eliza Davis had been arrested in Niles, Michigan, um, often reported as Detroit, mm-hmm. several weeks earlier, and that their identities had now been confirmed by two witnesses from a tintype photograph. Mm-hmm. That That's the Kate Bender. Did you say, did you mean 1898? Yeah. Okay. nineteen. Yeah, you did. I was like... Sorry, 1898. Like, the only reason that registered, because I was like, oh, I was born that year. But then I was like, wait, this it's, case is It's not sense. even... It's 1889. Oh. Dear God. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Just... Oh, speaking of dyslexia... Um... <laughs> We're speaking? <laughs> we'll just mix it up yeah, numbers. It. Uh, today, I was at work, and, um, like, I had to fax something to someone. Mm-hmm. Like, fax the papers. And I literally, I felt terrible. It took me five times to get the number correct. Uh, I kept mixing them up every single time. That sucks. I know. I was standing there. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm, like, rescanning the thing, like, t- six times. I'm like, I promise I'm not stupid. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Davis, which is Kate, uh-huh. <laughs> also signed an affidavit admitting that Mrs. Monroe was Ma Bender, and they were both extradited to Oswego, Oswego, Kansas, for trial. Originally scheduled for February 1890, the <laughs> trial was held over to May, and unwilling, unwilling to accept the expenses of bordering the two women for three months, the county <laughs> released them. <laughs> They're like, nah, let the benders go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the end of them. So I'm going to go over their victims. 19, no, 1869. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, so close. 1869, Joe Sowers. Sowers? He was found with a crushed skull and a throat cut, but not believed to be a bender victim. May 18th, 71. Hmm. May 1871. Mr. Jones, body found in Drum Creek with a crushed skull and throat slit. Winter of 1971-1972, two unidentified men found in the prairie on February 1872 with crushed skulls and throat cut. 1872, Ben Brown from Howard County, Kansas, $2,600, which is about $46,000, found missing, buried in the apple orchard. 1872, um, W.F. McCrotty, <laughs> Cody, 123rd, 3rd Infantry. I really tried there. Yeah. Um, $38 in a wagon with a team of horses missing. December 1872, Henry McKenzie relocated to Independence from Hamilton County, Indiana, $36 in a matching, in a matched team of horses missing. How many horses do they need, you know? Quite a few. December 1872, John Boyle from Howard County, Kansas, $10, a pacing mare, and an $850 saddle missing found in the Bender's well. In the well. Were they drinking his body water? Probably. December 1872, George Launcher and his daughter, contemporary newspapers, various reported her age as either 8 years old or 18 months old. That is a With the younger age, more big likely. difference. Um, $1,900, which is about $33,600, missing, buried together in the apple orchard. May 1873, Dr. William York, $2,000, which is about $35,000, um, found miss, uh, was missing, buried in the apple orchard. John Greery, buried in the apple orchard. Unidentified male, buried in the apple orchard. <laughs> Unidentified male, buried in the apple orchard. Various body parts. The parts did not belong to any other victims found. 
bodies. In the apple orchard. 1873. During the search, the bodies of four unidentified males were found in Drum Creek and surrounding. All four had crushed skulls and throats cut. One may be Jack Bogart, whose horse was purchased from a friend of the Benders after he went missing in 1872. With the exception of Mackenzie, York, and the Lauchers, who were buried in Independence, none of the other bodies were claimed and they were reburied at the base of a mound one mile southeast of the Benders' orchard. The search of the cabin resulted in the recovery of three hammers that had been used as murder weapons. These hammers were given to the Bender Museum in 1967. Got that you're right. Hmm. By the son of Leroy Dick, the Osaka Township trustee, who headed the search of the Bender's property. The hammers were displayed at the museum in Cherryville from 1967 to 1978, when the site was acquired for a fire station. When attempts were made to relocate the museum, it became a point of controversy with locals, objecting to the town being known for the Bender's murders. The Bender's artifacts were eventually given to the Cherryvale Museum. The end. Damn. Well, so it was for the money? It was for, it was for the money. Okay. Uh, so we're all clear it was for was, the money. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Guess what did you choose? So actually, I have one that kind of... It's not, it's not cowboy themed, but it is fake family themed. Fake family thing? Yes. Oh, can I make a guess? Yeah. Can you give me a hint? Besides the fake family? Is it We Are the Millers? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the, the fake family thing is the hint. <laughs> like, what else am I going to uh, okay. say? Anything else I say would give it away. Um, I haven't seen this movie in a hot sec, so I just uh, have to pull up the names. It's got Emma Roberts. It does. Um, and Jason Sudeikis. And yes, it Jennifer does. Aniston. And that dude. From um, the Bandersnatch. Will, Pol- Will-, Will Polter. Polter? It's not Bandersnatch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's also was in Narnia. I know he was in Narnia. Yeah? He um, was also in another episode of Black Mirror. Oh. Will Polter. Every- Everyone thinks he's so hot. And listen. He's not. He's not. He's British, so he's not hot. That's a little rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he just falls into that category of people that... Like, it, like ben, him and Benedict Cumberbatch, similar, <coughs> not really, but, like, similar, like, I don't understand why people think they're attractive. I mean, I like him as a person. I'm not saying yeah. he's unattractive. I'm just saying, like, he's not, like, super hot, you know? His value, yeah, his value is not reliant on if he's attractive Like, in Bandersnatch, not. probably his peak attractiveness. Yeah, because he's cool and edgy. And he had bleached hair. Yeah. Um, so, we're the Millers. What? Is it Where the Millers? Yeah, it's weird. Where? I thought it was Meet the Millers, but it's Where the Millers. Um, so basically, the um, general plot is that they are... Jason Sudeikis, his name is David in the movie, he is a <sighs> drug dealer in Colorado. He's just like a your local weed, weed boy, weed guy. And uh, he, like, a bunch of his uh, shit gets stolen, so he has to make up, um, like, the money for it. And so he has, like, a plan to go down to Mexico Mm -hmm. to get more weed. Uh, But, like, to get across... And he's, like, trying to figure out how he can get across the border. And then, like, someone just goes, like, oh, like, we, like, me and my family go down all the time, like, RV and... And he's like, oh, if we look like this, like, dumbass American family, mm-hmm. we'll have no problem. So that's the whole basis of the movie, which I think... So he connect, collects a ragtag group of kids. We got the stripper. <laughs> that plays his wife. This runaway. And this weird kid that hangs out in his building or whatever. Yeah, it's like a kid in his building. And then uh, what Emma Roberts... She's what? a runaway is what the, yeah. the cover shows. She's just like this edgy girl. Yeah, edgy teen, uh, like super nerdy little boy. And then stripper Jennifer Aniston. Um, <laughs> what a great group of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, base, so they go have this group. And I think like this is where... The I'm trying to figure out who like the, where the murder would tie in, and I think, listen, it's the drug dealer business. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of room for murder. So I think, what would happen, is they drive to the border, and their plan 
easily does not work because they have fake identities and they're at the U.S. border of Mexico. So, like, it doesn't work. So I think they're like, new plan, we're going to stay in the States and basically just become a murdering... Do they have fake identities? They have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they have, like, they have different names and shit. You're right. Um, So, yeah, so, like, their fake IDs do not work. Uh, They're, like, you know... A freshman at a bar <coughs> pulling their new fake, and there's like this doesn't shit's even fake. look like them. Yeah, so they get got real quick and decide, you know what? We're just gonna go into the American Midwest and fuck over a bunch of people there, thinking that they all be you know, like there's not as much happening because he's originally in Denver. So that's yes. close enough. Mm-hmm. And they have an RV. So yeah. they go and just cause a bunch of shit Texas. all over there. Yeah. So they just become weed cowboys. <laughs> what? Are- weed cowboys in a fake white American family in an RV. Yeah. Honestly, I'd watch that movie. Just killing people. <laughs> that sounds kind of amazing. Um, killing people, robbing them. So, yeah. Weed. So they like, I think all, what they could do is like go into a bunch of like RV parks. Okay. And, like, all that, and, like, kind of just be like, oh, yeah, we're traveling around, and then, like, rob. Because knows people in RVs are rich as fuck. Well, if they're, but if they're mobile and, like, can just hit a bunch, and it's not like he's, like, a big-time drug dealer, so I think he can manage from that and kind of go under the radar. Wait, is he selling weed? Yeah, he's just a, Oh, I thought he was just, like, killing people. He's doing both, because this is still about okay, the money. Well, that's suspicious. <laughs> well, he's killing people to get the money. I think it would be, Then like, he's not selling weed at all, Tess. <laughs> He's getting the money for the weed. Like, it's like oh, if you rob a store. Got it, got And, like, it, they're giving it. you shit. And also, since it is, like, you know, the Wild West. Mm-hmm. It's not the Wild West. <laughs> but, like, since it's, like, Oklahoma and Kansas and Texas, they obviously have guns. Yes. So there's going to be some, like, standoffs. Okay. Uh, I think you have a wrong idea <laughs> of what I, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas is like. I think this is the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> No, but I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? Like, and you get it because they're a fake family, and then the, the the girl and the boy they do make out at one point. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna bring that up later on. But because um, <laughs> there is a scene in the movie where like the they're teaching him how to kiss. They're cause, yeah, because he's like a little virgin baby, and like <laughs> yes, and he like he's just like th- there's like a cr- he has a crush on like another girl in like a different family, yes. and then he's like oh like how to kiss and like they. Like, the family sees them all, like, kissing him. Even, like, Jason Sudeikis gets in on the kissing Does him. He? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I think is fucking hilarious. But they're all just like, oh, what? And then just, like, ghost. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's, like, making out with his sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, what the fuck is happening right now? And his mom. Yeah, and his mom. And his dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, they would just be... This whole, like, other persona. So, like, instead of pretending to be Germans... <laughs> they pretend to be a American white family. Yeah. Even though, I mean, they are white, clearly. Yeah. I I mean, they weren't pretending to be German. He was German. Yeah. Well, at least they're the not all pretending was to be pretending. German. Like, they're not pretending not to know the language. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. just speak Spanish the whole time. Yeah. So, I think I picture the movie... Because I think, like, basically in, like, the actual movie, like, they get there and then they take weed from, like, a big, like, a cartel of drug dealers, Mm -hmm. and they're all in, like, deep shit, and they're, like, trying to get out, and then, like, Jennifer Aniston's, like, doing a strip show, and then, like... Yes. The men are really turned on. I guess. Um, (laughs) you know, Jennifer Mm -hmm. Aniston, which... There was, like, you know that thing? There was, like, when, like, metal scrapes against things, and it sparks. There was, like, that was happening during Mm -hmm. the strip show. Yeah, they're in this, like, factory and shit in Mexico. But, um... So, yeah. Like, basically, it ends up just, like, a whole shit show, as usual. But then Jason Sudeikis learns to love Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And then Emma Roberts' boyfriend has the no regrets tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) I can't get over that. (laughs) And they become a real family. Yeah. Except they also don't. But that's Yeah, there's that as well. Um, yeah, so... The dude gets bit by, like, a... Is it a snake? Or a spider on his, like, balls. Like, it's a spider. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have to, like... Oh, I forgot about that. They have to take him to the... Oh, do they have to suck the poison out? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, this movie. 
It's classic, like, late 2000s comedy. I like watching the bloopers because, like, most of it's, like, a lot of, like, the comedy parts is, like, ad-libbed. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, like, repeat, like, lines over and over in the scenes. Yeah. I know there's a blooper where it's, like, they're in the RV and, like, the three of them, and by the three of them, I mean everyone except for Jennifer Aniston, like, they, like, pretend to turn on the radio and then it's, like, oh, I love the song and And it's, it's, like, the the Friends theme theme song. song. Yeah. Yeah. This is also, there's a meme going around right now of a screenshot from this movie where it's, It's like, like, you you guys guys are getting paid. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's, like, you guys are, like, so people are getting that. That's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think they go around being a fake family. And they're not... The focus isn't murder, but they will if they have to. So, like, armed robbery, basically, is more yes. of the theme. But I think, considering where they are, there's going to be a lot of guns. So I think there will be a lot of murder. Murder. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it happens. But, yeah, I think they would just... It's gaining in popularity. Weird this movie yeah it's gone up 400 points whack crazy yeah but i think they would get caught oh clearly very easily they are not slick yeah i think like the only thing that would give them enough time is the fact that like they just are moving around so much but like those are veers my parents have been watching the youtubes oh yeah they're watching millennials youtube their rv experience yes all the vloggers I was like, Mom, those are the only ones that are, like, YouTubers. And she's like, they have jobs, but they're very suspicious about it. And I was like, what do you mean? And then she was like, they're just like, we have to go to work. But they hike all morning, so their jobs must start at 1. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of the conversation. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know any YouTuber who, like, it, like any not full-time YouTuber who's, like, so out there about what their job is. Yeah, like, like no one no talks one, about the job. Yeah. Even, like, Cody Ko, like, he's got a job, right? I don't think so. I think Cody Ko right now is definitely... He had a job. Though. He had a job. He was like, a software Like, he engineer. has a degree. Yeah, no, Cody Ko is a software engineer. It's really he made crazy. that app. Yeah, I know. Like, what? it's crazy that made? YouTubers... Yeah. ...that everyone think are just really stupid, like, have degrees and shit. Yeah. I think... I don't... Like, some do. Some... Some... Yeah. Emma Chamberlain, do not. Yeah, like, the younger generation. But I think all of the, like, older YouTubers, like, more or less the ones that, like, I would have watched when I was, like, in the age range to really be into YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, all of those ones have degrees. Like, Jenna Marbles. Fucking, like... What's her degree in? She was a psych uh, major. Oh. And, like, uh, was, like like into like counseling and all that that's fun yeah yeah no she don't know this stuff yeah no like jenna marbles is super smart and then like uh like us (laughs) we don't do anything listen i make sandwiches every day yeah me too yeah i yeah we have jobs Mm -hmm. this is not our job yeah. Well, like, I was like, we have jobs, and also, like, I feel like whenever, like, I'm filling out forms or stuff, and it's like, what's your, like, occupation? It's, it's like, student. you put student. Well, yeah, that's because it's my full-time occupation. Yeah. My jobs are part-time. Yeah, full-time student, part-time deli worker, a full-time idiot. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's... I'm 100% student and 100% student manager. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a student manager in training. I go home with the job. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I... <laughs> the, I still, like... I'm currently trained to be a student manager, mm-hmm. which just means that, like, you know... She gets paid 40 cents less than me. Yeah, and I get to wear a shirt with a collar. <laughs> no, you don't yet. You're training. That, well, once I'm student manager, I will have a shirt with a collar and like, I, will get paid I have a shirt with a more. collar normally when we record this podcast i'm wearing that shirt with the collar mm-hmm. so picture me with my collar deli shirt yes but um yeah i <laughs> every time though i'm just like so concerned about the day that i will be responsible as a student manager and i have to remind myself that like it's only been like three weeks of like really like hardcore like learning everything and I still have a whole like semester to learn everything but I'm just like every day like I start I'm just like get there I'm like oh I'm gonna forget everything like I don't know anything I'm doing and I'm like I have t- 
time to learn. I don't need to expect myself to I don't really know what you think you have to learn, because I've learned nothing. It's not so much that. It's just, I am so forgetful with everything. Hmm. So it's just all the little things that, like... Yeah, Friday clothes suck. I don't know if you know that, but Nicole definitely tells Seth about that. And Seth texts tells me. you. I got... He's like, Tess was the one emptying the coffees, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Am I getting thrown under the bus? Oh, yeah, 100%. He's like, I'm out here doing nothing, and I was like, why don't you go into the kitchen? Yeah, I was say, I... Not to talk shit about my co-workers although I don't listen well it's on the list that the student managers are the ones that like are in the kitchen like cleaning I would say because he's like I understand your training but yeah also only I don't mind it a week. no the the one comment that we got this week was the tab one was of the, pushed down one of the tabs was pushed down and I was at when I was at work today and I was talking to Jay before he, uh, you got there mm-hmm. um like Seth because I had just got there and Seth was on register and he was telling me about it and he was just like oh yeah like that happened and then Jane was like Jane was so nice she's like oh yeah like you guys are just doing such a good job that like we don't even like think about it anymore so it was just like threw us off I was like Jane you're so sweet she was like we should all go snowboarding sometime I'm like hell yeah god I love Jane (laughs) and and so it's just funny if I just don't trust myself as a person to be responsible well then you probably shouldn't have taken the job I think I can do it. Okay. I just am. I just doubt myself, even okay. though I like am trying. I'm gonna tell hard. you the job isn't hard. I know. But we are all we are only on week five, and I probably will want to kill someone by week seven. I've already wanted to kill multiple people. No, I want to kill people, but not because of the deli. Oh, I've wanted to kill some people at <laughs> the deli. <coughs> okay. On that note, I think we're gonna have to say goodbye because I have to go home and do some homework. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're full time students. And only part-time podcasters. <laughs> but if you want to change that, support us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, or support us on Anchor. And also, like, listen to these ads that you're hearing over yeah. and over and over. Because we make money from that. Think of it like you could watch your favorite YouTuber that already has a million subscribers, or you could listen to us and be... It's like... Two support- fun, quirky Gen-, Gen Z girls just chilling in Tessa's super clean bedroom. Yeah. Um, Drinking some hot cocoa and staring at my laptop. Yeah. It's like support your local businesses, support your local podcasters. Podcast, even if we're not local to you. We're local in the small business way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, don't kill anyone, and uh-huh. um, like have a nice week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.